0: Welcome in to the Fantasy Football Fathers Podcast. Where only one of us is an actual father, and none of us are priests. My name is James Drea. I'm joined here by Tyler Big, Big Old, Big Big Big, getting extra big. Herbert, Herb.
1: <laughs> oh, God, <That laughs> my fucking ain't that big.
2: It's disrespectful, homie. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm not, I don't know. But how I, you all fine, folks? Doing I don't that? Don't you know know I do you fucking asshole? <laughs>
0: Oh, uh, and Trey, extra stinky, super. <laughs> <stint>. <laughs> <laughs> I say? Oh, I'm yeah, even
2: got the snort out of him. <laughs>
0: uh, hello, yeah. Oh, th- I snorted all over that one. That was uh, <sighs> man, I crack myself up sometimes. Oh, uh, hey, yo, Stinky fans is
1: back, baby. Beat COVID for the hundredth time,
0: yeah, yeah, yes, you did. <laughs> 11th, uh, we've been counting. Yeah, you're the eleventh. He's, he's undefeated. There <laughs> is a yeah. Hall of
1: Fame. It's me and then it's
0: Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, and that's it. Championships won, baby. And both they both got some wild ass alien fingers. If you if you extend those things, if you want to see them, just hit me Let's up. Get them on video and just get a good extension, and then you know everyone will see on our new brand new Instagram at the FF Fathers on Instagram. Uh, you can see Trey Stinky Fingers fingers. Yourself. <laughs> oh God. You don't want to see
1: these, man. I haven't clipped my fingernails. Motherfucker my been busy. It's gross. Doing what? <laughs> what have you been doing?
0: A lot of gross things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> those fingers, too. That's I call them fingers, baby. <laughs> yeah. Those fingers just can't, can't ever smell nice. Um, All right. <laughs> yeah. Getting past all that. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, another episode where we talk about fantasy shit and fantasy football shit. So, um Appreciate y'all listening, at the FF Fathers on Twitter, at the FF Fathers on a brand new Instagram, fresh off the press, and uh, we're growing up, we're growing on up, you know. Welcome to 2023, dude. Welcome to 2023. We just discovered Instagram. (laughs) 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 It's pretty sweet. It's a pretty cool
2: thing. For everyone who's still old school, you can still find us on The X.
0: Yeah, on The X, you know, as a as we know it as. Um, But if you want to see our beautiful faces, yes, that's where you go. Uh, But if you want to hear our beautiful fantasy football advice and content, this is where you are right now. Um, So today, tomorrow, this evening, whenever you're listening, we are going through all of our starts and sits of the week for week four. And uh, as we go through these, obviously things will get brought up storylines will be talked about, so uh we should be touching on everything that's new and relevant in the fantasy world. Yes, sir. So, What, what else, <laughs> Big Herbie?
2: I think Trey was about to say that. I understand. What's the news, man?
0: What's the news? Give What's me some news? news. Obviously,
1: we're going to the, What's uh, the, half the next the week. Motherfuckers been out. Some people are injured. Things are happening. Um, like, one, one, on?
0: one piece of news that is definitely fantasy relevant. Uh, Packers wide receiver Christian Watson will make his season debut against the Lions tomorrow night, Thursday evening, on Thursday Night Football. That is for sure 100% happening without a doubt. Are you playing Christian Watson? That's a good question.
2: First game back, I don't think so. I think they're still going to bring back slowly. They're getting good production out of uh, Dobbs and Jaden Reed. So I think we'll see a pretty small snap count for him to begin with.
1: Yeah, I'm with that. But Jordan Love has been like, on a pretty good hot streak, and we're going to talk about him here in his second, if you know what I'm talking about.
2: Oh, are we now?
0: Yes, we're talking about the starts of the week. He might pop up. Jordan Love has been pretty decent, pretty good, for sure. Um Here's why I would start Christian Watson. I'm I'm actually super excited about Christian Watson and what he might do uh, throughout this year, um, mostly because Jordan Love ranks first in average depth of target. That's ADOT um, for you <laughs> stat nerds out there. Average depth hey, of yeah. target. He's first in the league at 10.2 yards. What does that mean? It means he's throwing the ball down the field. What is Christian Watson good at? Beating people down the field and making big plays. Um, Jordan Love is also third in deep throw rate, 16.8% of attempts, 20 uh, 20 or more yards through the air.
2: My only concern is that he is dealing with a hamstring injury. How well is he actually going to be able to get down the field for Watson himself?
0: Well, he sat out the first month of football. I would imagine, hopefully, the reason he's playing Thursday is he's good to go, is how I would interpret that.
2: I mean, they they do expect him... It's a big game. I mean, they're, they're saying he's going to make his debut, but he was questionable as of just like six hours ago still. So I think he's still going to carry that questionable yes. designation into the game.
0: Well, this this uh, little news clip came an hour ago.
2: No, I know, but I think he's still going to be carrying that designation to the game. I think they still expect him to be slightly hobbled here. Just because they expect him to make his season debut doesn't mean they expect him to start play or play... Play the playing, full game, yeah. Yeah, or play 100% of the snaps, or even 80% of the snaps. I think you... I think... We're going to see something what we saw very similarly to Dobbs in the first couple games of the year, year where he played forty eight to fifty percent of the snaps.
0: Can you think of any names that you would like start him over or not start him over? Like uh, here is a good one: Josh Palmer.
1: Ah, uh, that is a good one. I would. If Mike Williams going down, Josh Palmer or Christian Watson?
0: I would probably. I would probably start Christian Watson.
1: Really? Yep. We know what Josh Palmer does because he's had that experience behind Mike Williams dealing with, you know, between him and Keenan Allen being somewhat injured that Josh Palmer, when he gets the opportunities, he produces.
0: Sure. Yeah. It's risky, but if, if tomorrow happens and we're, you know, you're listening to this and it's, you know... The, afternoon, the game's about to start, and Christian Watson's 100% ready to go, we get some sort of update like that, then, yes, I would go Christian Watson in that situation. If it's like, oh, he's going to be on a snap count or limited snaps, then I would lean the opposite direction.
2: Yeah, I think I'm still going to lean Palmer regardless. Just my gut feeling says Christian Watson's not going to play more than 50% of the snaps. Yeah,
1: and I'm with you on that one. And Jordan Love's doing just fine with that depleted receiving core.
2: I mean, Jordan Love's doing excellent.
1: They're not going to rush it.
2: He's got three straight games of at least 20 points.
1: Yeah. So uh, I think I'm with you on that one, 1,000%.
0: All right. Uh, Chargers, Austin Eckler said the issue with his ankle right now is turning and making cuts. I can run full speed right now. Said he isn't sure about Sunday but wants to
2: play. Well, I mean, isn't that the case with every ankle injury? It's the lateral movement, not the front and back. Right. So that's not surprising. Um, I mean, if he's having, if he said himself he's already having issues or is still having issues with that, it seems hard to believe that he's going to be able to.
0: Sounds like he's not playing.
2: Yeah. Which, I mean, yeah. that sucks for fantasy managers because Josh Kelly, who had a great week one even with Eckler in there, has done absolute dog shit the next two weeks.
0: And just an hour ago, Chargers head coach Brandon Staley said uh, wide receiver Quinton Johnston is going to get a bigger opportunity with Mike Williams out for the year. I think that's obvious, right? Yeah. <laughs> that's like, Next man up, <laughs> right? Doesn't really mean shit. That's what we would think, but they would yeah. say
1: that. Oh, this guy's going to get a bigger opportunity.
2: Well, you know what Josh Palmer does when
1: yeah. injuries happen. I mean, obviously,
2: Johnston is going to be on the field more often just because of the injury right. doesn't mean that we're going to see a huge uptick in production. Maybe not early. Maybe it happens where he starts to figure things out because so far it's been a very slow year for him um, figuring out how to play against NFL defenses. And so it could get better. But, I mean, I'm not looking to have Johnson anywhere near my lineup for until I start to see something from him.
1: No, honestly, I'm waiting like two weeks for that to happen. Josh Palmer's going to fill in, and they're going to ease Quentin Johnson into the like, starting role. I wouldn't be surprised if like three weeks from now, Quentin Johnson is that guy and Josh Palmer isn't but immediately at this point Josh Palmer's going to fill in and just he knows what he has to do he's been in the in that offense it's going to happen. Yeah.
2: And that's fair but again like with Johnson myself it's like I'm not going to throw him in the lineup hoping he goes off even in two or three weeks I'm going to wait until he actually starts to put up production and then I'll consider putting him in the lineup cuz at this point you drafted him late in in the league so you don't have to worry too much about having to put him put him into your lineup you didn't invest a lot of um equity into it so you're okay keep him on your bench if you've done that so far this season
1: yeah exactly do you agree with me though josh palmer
2: immediate start over yes quentin johnson oh yeah with that, that's not even a question
0: Jalen waddle uh full participant back at practice so uh
1: fuck does it matter? The Dolphins. A week after they scored 10 touchdowns.
0: We just keep getting better and better, baby. Better and better. Yeah. Dolphins are uh, not to be trifled with right now. And they're getting Jalen Waddle back. So, yeah, been saying this. Play your Dolphins.
2: At this point, it's coming down to who do you not play for the Dolphins? I, I saw mean, it.
0: Here's the thing. It comes down to the running tough, backs. Tough, tough, tough matchup for the running backs against yes. the Buffalo Bills. Yeah. But... But they if they each just them? had four touchdowns.
1: What if they smack them, though? That's weird. Wouldn't <laughs> that be crazy? The, getting the Bills weird. have been shutting shit down yeah. all
0: year. Yeah. <laughs> if they smack them, pooh, buddy. That's
2: scary. I saw a stat that if you would have started just Dolphins last week, you would have scored 210 points in just standard fantasy leagues. Yeah,
0: just Dolphins players, right? Yeah,
2: just Dolphins players, which well. I don't think you could even uh, field an entire Dolphins team. And, and I'll just say this. And that happens in home
0: leagues sometimes. People just draft every player from their favorite team. <laughs> Could you imagine? like,
2: If you did go that route, it's ins- it's It won't happen
1: every week, though. But I do have Devon A. How do I say this? Devon A. Okay, A-Chan. so
0: also, yeah, to be n- noted, uh, Devon A. Chan came out, said right after the game. No that way. That's how you say it. That right is now. how he wants his name pronounced. It's not A. Chain which is much cooler. We all agree. It's very much much cooler. He wants it pronounced A Chan. Chan like a uh, Jackie Chan. Devon A Chan. Yeah. Correct.
2: I mean, I think he's missing out on mm. a huge opportunity. He could literally just get like the fattest chain and just put an A uh, on it.
0: Someone needs like to help what? my boy with marketing cuz come on, man. Come on, man.
1: <laughs> I read it Devon A Kane. I well, That's you're, worse. You're kind of retarded, yeah. <laughs> Whoa. I mean. I am kind of retarded, yes, but we all went to the same school. Ah, so we what just does got that canceled. We're, yeah. We're a week into this. The
2: PC police are coming for us now. Damn it. All right. Well. I wish I would cancel it us. Up. Yeah. That means we have
0: the audience. <laughs> Unplug the mixer. Let's uh,
2: <laughs> wrap it up. You guys have a great season. We're out. <laughs> <laughs> Shut
0: down the insta. <laughs> yeah, we're done, man. Fuck dude. We'll do a FM radio broadcast if we get shot down. They'll still play us on Sirius.
1: They'll play us on Radio. something, baby. We're on to fucking broadcast.
0: All right. I think that's it for the news. Um unless you guys had anything else.
1: No, the Raiders suck. Saints suck. Um who else sucks? Bunch of
0: people suck. <laughs> all right, <laughs> I'm that's I'm disappointed. Let's get into our starts. It it's six. I mean
2: the Saints are two and one. That's ca- you're only saying it 'cause you're 'cause you're still being I a dangerous. I don't car care, they're buddy. in a
1: shitty division. The Falcons one. are 2-1. and one. They can't pass the ball.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's true. You're right. You're right. It is only it week It doesn't three, matter. They're week four. We're so early. Yeah. That's a good point, Trey.
2: Thank you.
1: <laughs> fuck. For the love of God. <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right. Starts and sits of the week, man. You guys better not fuck this up, dude. I'm telling you right now. Mine were fire last week, dude. I got two repeats.
2: That's a probably not a great sign.
0: I don't even think you. Uh, I did, yeah. Two of them hit hard. You participated last week. Oh, I thought you were
1: down from COVID. I was like down, bitch, but I, I made start sets, didn't I?
2: Well, I was gone. I put them. I put start sets to you guys so you could read my own.
0: Oh, that's right. That's you I were down with COVID, was... like a.
2: No, I was in fucking Seattle. <laughs> what, <laughs> what is this thing about me being having I mean, COVID? That's
1: what people say when they have COVID. Yeah. They, they don't want to tell nobody. I was just oh, I sleepless was town. Town. Seattle. I was out of town. Yeah, just
0: sleepless in Seattle. Yeah. Did you rest up? Feel you better? Had, you had COVID out of town.
2: Sure. Where, wherever you guys want to fucking put it. Wherever <laughs> you were, you happened. had COVID. Yeah. Okay.
0: okay. And that's
1: it. I, and I, right. I beat it for the fucking seventh time. Can I get a round of applause? Thank you. <laughs>
2: you did what for the seventh time?
0: Beat COVID.
2: Oh yeah! Again, your Hall of Fame. You're Thank the, you. You're on the COVID Mount Rushmore.
0: Yeah, put him on the wall. Can I'm gonna be those. like better than Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Just wagging you your keep finger. Keep saying huh? that. Just stinky Wait, as has
1: nine championships, right? Nah, seven. Uh, if anyone five. knows, he it's had, you. He had,
2: he had five, I believe. Okay, I think did. you're confusing him with Bill Russell, who had eleven with the Celtics.
1: Okay, I'm going with Bill Russell. I'm going to go. COVID eleven fucking or twelve times actually. I'm beating him every.
2: He's time. purposely going to go out and start just licking
0: handlebars <laughs> to get COVID. Good one. That's going to make people laugh out of control. <laughs> <laughs> I'm oh, kidding, you, dude. I know. I'm just. I'm, uh, I'm just out of money. I was home, I <laughs> all right right, come on restart
1: let's let's get it going here you tell me when because i don't know what the fuck when dude we're so fucking easily sidetracked all right just say
0: yeah enough of the covid talk all right whatever the fuck you want enough of the knob slop talk tyler
2: (laughs) Uh, (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) okay perfect yes
0: (laughs) let's get into our starts and sits of the week if 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 you don't mind,
2: I I might mind, but fine. All right, for time constraints. Yeah,
1: I know. Y'all gonna make this a hard one to edit. I'm just gonna <laughs> say
0: that one. It's gonna be a long night in the Jose household. Let's quit talking about hard ones, slobbing on knobs, and all that that you guys want to talk about. Let's talk about our starts and sits of the week, huh? That's why we're fucking here. That's why we're here. That's why you're here. So buckle up, because it's about to get wild. <laughs> Start of the week at quarterback for Jim Jimbo Jim and M is a uh, quarterback for the Jacksonville Jaguars Trevor Lawrence prove your case dude oh my gosh he's on he's on the hot seat right now right yes yeah hasn't <laughs> been playing well right yes
2: no However you want to answer that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, <yeah>. I agree. <laughs> oh, okay, you're both right. Um, I'm,
0: I'm, I'm going to tell you right now. On the surface, it does look bad. Lawrence has been not great, right? But I'm also here to tell you that there are some things that have been positive about Trevor Lawrence. Uh, he's missed kind of a you know a handful, a handful of throws in the red zone. What? Uh, but for the most part... Largely accurate and in rhythm. In fact, 62.8% of his passes have been charted as perfectly accurate. What? That's perfectly accurate. What? Perfectly. (laughs) What? Accurate. What? Uh, That's the second highest rate in the league behind who? Who? Two of us. (laughs)
2: Uh, two, two makes sense. You weren't supposed That's- to answer. <laughs> 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 I didn't know it was a rhetorical question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was rhetorical.
0: Two attack of a low, dude. Uh, is the only guy he's behind on perfect pass percentage. Okay? Uh On throws of 10-plus <laughs> air yards, Lawrence has been off target just 13.7% of the time. That's fourth lowest in the league. And a league-leading 8% of his passes have been dropped by his receivers. Meaning they're not catching the fucking ball, Tyler. Oh,
2: is that what that means? Does
0: that make sense? Yeah, well, isn't that kind of low, though? 8%? That's not bad. No, that's, no, that's the that's, league that's
2: really leading, <laughs> yeah. actually. That's the most I think the, the, the average is probably more like 5 or 6.
0: Oh, uh, okay. Uh, Word. He's playing Atlanta this week, uh, which, again, on the surface, looks like they've been pretty good against quarterbacks. They're giving up the fifth fewest points per game to the quarterback position. Uh, but that stat, in my opinion, doesn't hold any weight right now. Uh, week one, they beat up on a rookie quarterback making his NFL debut. That was Bryce Young for the Carolina Panthers. Uh, he finished that week with just 8.5 fantasy points. However, in week two, they let Jordan Love throw for three touchdowns and score 20.34 fantasy points, who's pretty much a rookie quarterback. Obviously, he was sitting behind Aaron Rodgers for a few years, but still, Jordan Love uh, went to work on him. And then in week three, Jared Goff, Put up 19 fantasy points, uh, scoring one touchdown through the air, one on the ground. Uh, On that uh, touchdown that he got on the ground, he ran a quarterback read option, which Trevor Lawrence also runs pretty well. Um, So, anyways, I expect Trevor Lawrence to have a a good day, bounce back uh, for for this entire passing offense uh, against the Atlanta Falcons in London, and uh, have a
1: good game. I might as well follow that because Jordan Love is my quarterback start of the week. Jordan Love versus Detroit. Uh, Jordan Love has scored at least 20 fantasy points in three weeks this year. And uh, if you've been sleeping under a bridge, it's been three weeks so far this year. <laughs> so homeboy's been scoring 20 fantasy points every single week. And at this point, he hasn't had like a full starting fantasy supporting cast. Um, you know, uh, Christian Watson, obviously coming back pretty soon. Um, he doesn't have his full offense and he's still doing very respectable. He plays Detroit this week. Who's given up 23 plus points to quarterbacks in every single week this season. And, um, I, I feel like that's an automatic start. Honestly, Jordan love versus Detroit. Detroit did shut down, uh, Atlanta and Desmond Ritter, which is a little bit of an outliner, but Atlanta and Desmond Ritter are absolute trash. So who cares about that? They they've shut down a lot of good quarterbacks so far
0: this year. Jordan Love. My question for you is um who are you starting Jordan Love over, right? So if if you're in a one quarterback league, um starting him over Dak Prescott? Yes. Starting him over um Give me another name, Tyler. That's
1: an um, easy one. Over <laughs> Dak easily. I'll talk about Dak in a second. Geno Smith, who's a weird one that you would start him over. Geno Smith, yes, definitely.
2: Okay.
0: Okay. Trevor Lawrence. Yes. Hmm.
2: I mean, the thing is about Jordan Love. He is the fourth ranked quarterback on the so far on the year. So like, yeah, he's playing better than anyone thought. You probably didn't draft him at all. <clears throat> I think he's still actually mostly available in, in leagues right now. So, um, there's probably a lot of guys you could start him over. Obviously it's tough to try to bench a guy that you drafted versus somebody you're going to pick up off the waiver wire. But if he continues to play at this level, like, he will end up being a s- start all, uh, every week of the season. Obviously at some point I do expect him to have some bad games. He is like Jim said, basically a rookie. Um, this is, only his fifth game overall versus live action as a starting quarterback. So he's going to have some issues, obviously, but I think you're right against the Lions defense, who still are not great, um, improved in some areas, but he also lost, lost CJ Gardner Johnson last week against the Seahawks. He tore his pectoral muscle. They expect him to be out for the year. Uh, that was a big free agent signing for him in the offseason. That's going to definitely hurt their passing, the passing defense. So no, I expect Jordan Love to have a good, a good week. Um, make that decision kind of on your own on who you start him over, but I think there's probably. A lot of guys, you can. Um, I would say anybody that's past like the seventh or eighth ranked quarterback, like on your overall list, you can start him over. Whoever, however, you have that list set up. So,
1: over Jordan Love?
2: No, no, Jordan Love over them. Oh yes, definitely. So, mm-hmm. Dak Prescott, uh, Trevor Lawrence, maybe that's kind of a toss up based off of matchups. But I'd
0: go Trevor. I have I huge mean, faith
1: in this guy, but I have not fucking seen the turnout yet.
2: Yeah, I mean, the, the difference is that with Jordan Love, like we didn't, no one expected him to do this, and With Trevor Lawrence, everyone almost expects him to be potentially a top five quarterback this year. He hasn't shown it yet, and that's a give and take. But, um, no, I think they're both very, very good picks for your starts of the week this week. Well, thank you. Oh, you're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) Who is yours then? Yeah, Yeah, who did you pick? So, I'm going with Brock Purdy. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God.
0: That's Two
1: touchdown Purdy. That's pretty dumb. I mean,
2: (laughs) what? Come on now, man. No. Um, I mean, honestly, Brock Purdy has been stellar this season. Uh, he's actually really just shown what he's done all of last year <laughs> as well, where he just plays really solid quarterback. Uh, he is actually still undefeated. That's and, crazy, man.
0: Is he real? Is he a real human being? Yeah. There's this mean, a robot. I'm I mean, pretty sure he is. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I mean, he's
2: a robot that was made specifically for Kyle Shanahan. It, it made him a lot. might lie. be. And they just kind of swindle him in, like, hey, we'll go, we'll send him to college, but, like, we'll just take him someone, to the draft. No one knows he's there. Someone
0: like. make him bleed.
2: <laughs> well, I mean, he did tear at UCL in the playoffs did last year. Did he bleed? Not that I know of. Okay. <laughs> did he bleed?
0: <laughs>
2: yeah. Uh, so the
0: case still is still out.
2: Yeah. But with Purdy, he's obviously has an amazing floor as a quarterback. Um but so far, I mean, he's playing the Cardinals this this week. The Cardinals are terrible against position, you know, giving up over twenty two yards, uh, twenty two points a game. Um, and Purdy's what Dak do? Uh, well, you know, <laughs> <Not> <laughs> shit. Yeah. shit. but that's why you start everyone over Dak. Yeah. Uh yes, and sir. Purdy, and even in his short career, his second best fantasy game overall actually came against the Cardinals in the last season's season finale. So I expect him to do equally as good i think he's gonna do better i think you're gonna see him uh at 24 25 points this week i think he really shows off
1: all right uh, yeah well speaking of Dak, should i just get into my sit of the week for quarterback
0: well
2: i mean you could sit Dak every week honestly
0: <laughs> um sure go for it without we're doing yeah oh. i guess <laughs>
1: <laughs> i don't know i don't know what we're doing no take the reins no hey No, I don't want the reins. I'm just going to say we were already talking about Dak. He's going to be my sit of the (laughs) week anyways.
0: It's a a good transition.
1: So, yeah, Dak versus the Patriots. Dak, number 25 quarterback so far this year, which means he's
0: not a starting quarterback. So Dak is your sit of the week at quarterback.
1: He is my sit of the week at quarterback. He's been struggling overall. I don't think he gets a break this week against the Patriots. Patriots, um, just, just traditionally, very good defense. I talk about them every year, defense wise, as a unit for fantasy, and uh, he's going to get, uh, going up against him. and uh, New England shut down Tua and Jalen Hurts at just thirteen fantasy points in week one and two. I feel like that's going like kind of by the wayside. No one's really talking about that. They they shut down you know one of the or two of the top five fantasy quarterbacks this year right now. So they shut them down to thirteen points and this uh one and the other week they played Zach Wilson, the Jets obviously shut them down. I think they're gonna shut down the Dak. It's yeah. over with, baby. I
2: mean, actually to kinda of pile onto that, they're they've been shutting down passing games. They have actually been really soft against running back so far this year. Uh they are bottom 12 in the league in terms of giving up points to running backs. So this is going to be a big game for Tony Pollard, and it's going to make it. So even if they're winning or even if they're losing, it's going to be a big Tony Pollard game, and Dak Prescott's not going to mm. show you much. He Come just on, isn't. Come on,
0: Tony. Come mm-hmm. on, Tony. Tony. I need, I need Tony. Where's the calzones at? They were hungry. Tony's been great. Um, I agree with you on the Dak. My quarterback sit of the week is Deshaun Watson versus the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, last week, Deshaun Watson put up 21.2 fantasy points. Wow. Pretty good. the fucking Titans. Pretty impressive. Yeah, exactly, Trey. You nailed it. It was against the Tennessee Titans. And so this is a warning signal uh, to not grow faith or uh, garner faith in Deshaun Watson because of what he did last week. He's still not the... Not who he was back in 2018 as far as like a good human being and not a piece of shit and also pretty good at football. Uh, uh,
2: actually, he was still a piece of shit back then. We just didn't know about it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All
0: right. Now we're figuring it out. Uh, <laughs> Massage Watson. He's still not very good at, at football. Massage, Massage Watson is uh, is what it is. You know, if you start him last week, yeah, great. Uh, you know, good start, but I would not do it against Baltimore. Um, you know, the Titans pass defense, it's atrocious. It has been uh historically under under Coach Variable, uh, because they really focus on stopping the run. Um the uh the Ravens, on the other hand, they just lost to guess who? Backup quarterback, Gardner Minshew, baby, and in the Indianapolis Colts. Go Cougs. Go Cougs.
2: Hell yeah. Uh oh, yeah.
0: At, at any rate, that's cool for us. Not so cool for the Ravens, starting defense.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, so they are coming back with a vengeance, I huh?
0: think they're going to come back with a little bit of fire lit under their ass um and and really take it to the browns who obviously don't have Nick Chubb and and re- are now basically just relying on Deshaun Watson to carry them and I don't think he can uh Ravens are giving up the second fewest fantasy points per week to the quarterback position at 12.7 per week um it's going to be a rough ride I think for the Cleveland Browns this week uh and I would not start Deshaun Watson
2: no, I, I agree there. Deshaun actually did also have go over twenty points in Week One against Cincinnati. Um, he's the eleventh ranked quarterback on the season, so maybe you know seeing that you start to think that maybe you can start relying on it. But I do agree with you there that Watson is not someone to to trust this week by any means. I'm so, with you on that one, yeah. who's your said of the week? My said of the week. I'm going with CJ Stroud. Uh, I know he's a rookie. But he's been by far the best rookie quarterback on the season so far. He actually is the 13th ranked quarterback in fantasy right now. They've been throwing the hell of the ball. He, I think he's has 300 yards passing in every game so far. Um, but it's going to be a welcome to the NFL moment for G- C.J. Stroud. They are playing the Pittsburgh Steelers. The Steelers lead the league in sacks through three weeks. Uh, and the Texans are one of the top bottom f- five or six Uh, giving up sacks. They've had a ton of injuries on the front line. They give up over four sacks a game. The Steelers also lead the league in four fumble recoveries. And C.J. Stroud has had three fumbles through three games, lost two of them already. I expect T.J. Watt Watt to wreak havoc this game, and C.J. Stroud is going to be really, (laughs) really rough. So... Uh, Why? I'm I'm even going to the to the point where I would not start CJ Stroud in a super flex league. Whoa. I know that's really hard to do because it's so there's so many limited options that way, but uh if you can find any other starting quarterback, that's who I would go with over CJ Stroud in a super flex.
1: All right then. All right, Trey, running back start of the week. Uh, you me? You're throwing me out there. Right, my running back start of the week, Kenneth Walker. Doing it two weeks in a row, baby, because I know this shit's happening. Oh, boy's hot. He's playing the Giants. So he has two touchdowns in his previous two games, Kenneth Walker. He faces a New York Giants defense that has allowed four touchdowns to three different running backs in the past three weeks. Uh, Kenneth Walker continues to remain the main running back in that offense. He's going to at least get one touchdown. All right. Zach Charbonnet, we thought he might have more of an impact earlier in the season. It's not quite happening. So right now, this is still Kenneth Walker's backfield. Going up against the Giants, he at least gets one touchdown. And we're talking about at least 70 yards. uh, That puts him in starting territory, no matter what.
2: Cool. I mean, honestly, as a Seahawks fan, obviously, I watch every snap of these games. And there's... Uh, three or four plays every week where Kenneth Walker does something, you're like, what the hell? Like, where did that come from? You have He just makes yards out of nowhere. He's such a dynamic runner. Once he gets more consistent in like finding open holes, because he does still miss some every once in a while, but he does still make, again, crazy plays out of nothing. Um, once he gets m- consi- consistent in terms of finding the open hole when he can and still making those crazy plays when the play isn't there at all, you're going to talk about a guy who's... be a top five back in this league.
0: All right. Uh, My running back start of the Mm -hmm. week I think is a must start. Uh, Hopefully you're lucky enough to pick this guy up uh, when his name is hot on the waiver wire. Kyron Williams versus the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, The last time the Colts defense faced a running back that was a true bell cow running back was week one against the Jacksonville Jaguars and Travis Etienne uh who ended up having a really nice fantasy day there in week 1 against the Colts. Uh since then they faced uh they faced Texas. No, uh, Jesus. The Texans. <laughs> who can't I mean they are in Texas. Uh Texas Texans uh yeah, they can't run on anyone right now. They don't have an offensive line. It's in shambles. A bunch of guys are hurt. Uh, so they're obviously unable to run the ball, and then last week they played the Baltimore Baltimore Ravens, who lost uh, J.K. Dobbins, and don't really have a real difference maker in the backfield. It's kind of a uh, committee with uh, Gus Edwards and Justice Hill and whoever else they want to throw in there. But none of those guys are Melvin Gordon. None of those guys are legit starting running back. Uh you know, talents right now, um, JK is gone. So, uh, the Ravens haven't really faced that since week one. And right now that is what Kyron Williams is, uh, over the last two weeks, Kyron Williams has played 97% of the snaps. He is, uh, the RB two out of the entire NFL in expected fantasy points, which is uh 21.4 for him right now behind only Tony Pollard, at twenty four point one. Oh, that's a uh, wild. So McVeigh, Sean McVeigh, as as we know, and what we've grown to learn about Sean McVeigh is he rolls with his guys. He loves to use his guys. That's why dudes like Puka Nakua get twenty fucking targets and <laughs> Cooper Cup, you know, gets an insane amount of targets. Uh once he finds his guy, he uses him. Uh not a whole lot of committee, not a whole lot of sharing, not a whole lot of you know, uh, spreading the ball around. McVay finds his weapons on the outside and on the inside and he uses them. Kyron Williams is the only guy right now in in L.A. Um, So he's got an incredible role uh, for the Rams, and in my opinion, he's a must-start against the Colts.
2: Now, Kyron Williams has been pretty damn solid uh, since the trade for for K. Even before K-Makers, he was the better back out of the two of them. And yep. like you said, he doesn't. He's not a committee guy. Like think back when McVay first got, they had Todd Gurley, and even though they had some decent talent behind Gurley, they still ran the hell out of Gurley to the point where he's no longer in the league because uh, they destroyed him. Right. But either way, like yeah, he's gonna you know run run Kyra Williams so the wheels fall off. So love love the pick Kyra Williams as if you guys have listened to us for a while, we were all. Uh, relatively high on Kyra Williams coming out of college, even though he wasn't the most dynamic back, he just has a guy who has a knack for getting yards, um, and he's just he's just kind of a baller, is what it comes down to.
0: I'm glad you agree with me.
2: I've agreed with you guys on every pick so far. It's <laughs> kind of weird, actually. Yeah, we're pretty good at this. Maybe we're good at that. yeah. So uh, my start of the week is gonna be Josh Jacobs against the Chargers. Mm. Jacobs so far this season has not been what many expected. Once he finally signed. Uh, with the Raiders, he's RB27 on the year. And honestly, I think a big portion of it is that they're just not giving him enough carry. Um, the offense line's not great. I know he has he has two games of 19 and 17 carries, which that would t- seem to be good. But I mean, he's getting killed in the backfield. Um, but I expect that to change. Why? Because they're playing the Chargers. The Chargers have been a bottom 10 rushing defense for three years running. Guess what? Nothing's fucking changed this year. They are slightly better. They they are the 11th worst defense against the run so far this year. But, I mean, everyone, their defense is atrocious. They're going to find it by ways. And what they, and also what Josh McDaniel needs to do is rely on Josh Jacobs to take the pressure off of Jimmy G. Mm-hmm. Like, that's going to be the best way. Jimmy G, one of his best attributes is uh, throwing the ball off of play action. You have to get the run going to be able to do that. So I expect them to really, really push and give uh, Josh Jacobs a bunch of carries. Plus, in two out of his last four matchups against the Chargers, he has at least 130 yards and a touchdown. I expect him to do that again this season and get his season back on track this week.
1: I'm really digging that one. Of course you are. <laughs> well, no. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. I know what the truth is. Josh Jacobs has struggled this year. Uh, it's, it's been a weird it's year. gotta happen, man. Yeah. Weird year for the Raiders.
0: Hey, hey, come on.
1: Fresh crack. Let's
2: go. Right Let's
1: get another. For you. you better be cracking them beers, folks. Come on. Uh-huh. Trey, sit of the week at running back. My sit of the week at running back. It is going to be any Baltimore running back. <laughs> uh, okay. Fair. All right. All right. Right, all right now, come on, I'm just saying on. that right now. Uh, most likely, it's going to be Gus Edwards, but uh, he did pass concussion protocol. He'll be ready for week four. Uh, Justice Hill is expected to be questionable at this point. Either way, I'm not fucking with nobody from that backfield. Baltimore running backs not doing it. They're playing Cleveland this week, who has yet to allow a rushing or receiving touchdown to any running back at all this year. The highest amount of rushing yards Cleveland has allowed in a game was 75 yards in week one. So right now, that's, that's, pretty, right.
2: that's pretty damn good. All right. Yeah,
1: you got to avoid Baltimore's running back situation right now. It's not looking good. I don't care if it's Edwards, Justice Hill, Melvin Gordon just got activated from the pirate squad this week, I believe, if I'm thinking about that right. I
2: activated him last week, but he didn't, get any, he didn't get any game time.
1: Either way, they got some guys there. Like The names are enticing, right, if you've been playing fantasy for a while, but you can't live in the past, man. It's not going to work out for Baltimore this week. Cleveland has been absolutely shutting shit down in the run game. I'm not rocking with nobody from the Baltimore
0: running back room. It at makes all. sense. Yeah, <laughs> let it play out a little bit, and let's let this thing uh, settle and uh, and figure out where everyone's at. Yeah, I think if you have to, if I had to play one of these guys, it would be Gus Edwards. But outside of that. Uh, I mean, that, that's a person you have to play, but, I mean... But, I mean, I also feel like you probably shot. don't
2: have to play him because you picked him up off of waivers anyway, you so... You probably don't. Yeah. But that's fantasy If he's drafted
1: right, we'll see, baby. Yeah. It, you know, we're going into week four now. Injuries happen. Honestly, I'm really curious how Jim is going to defend his sit of the week. Oh,
0: it's, it's wild. Oh, it's wild. But, but it, I like to get a little risky. You know, obviously saying sit at Gus Edwards or Justice Hill... Yeah, that's you know, sure, whatever. I have the numbers to back it up. I'm, I, I like a little, I like a little fucking logical, little girth behind my picks. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, so I, that's why I do very, I do very small dick picks. <laughs> oh my god! The king is dead. The king is dead. Ring the bell. The king is dead. Ring it. Derrick Henry. Oh my god, it hurts to say it might have to be the sit of the week at running back.
1: Let me hear this.
0: I mean, come on, man. How many points did he score last week, Tyler? Two. 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 How many points did he score the week before that? Tyler. Seventeen. How many before the the week before that?
2: Twelve point nine.
0: All right. Okay, so your argument's getting a little weaker. <laughs> No, here here's the deal. All right. Certainly a risky pick on my part. Um and obviously there's going to be people out there where you can't sit Derrick Henry because you spent a second round pick on him and you have potentially no one a else. first. Potentially a first. Don't talk about me like that. <laughs> and for those that did that, I you know, I feel bad for you. Um if you can um, if you've been working the waiver wire and you've been able to pick up guys like Kyron Williams or make moves, um, good on you. And then I'll also sit Henry for a week and see what happens because this offense is fucking terrible. They're really, really bad, like not good at all. And also <laughs> the thing that kept Derrick Henry alive for the last few years is they just gave Derrick Henry the ball every single play and he played 100% of snaps every single
2: week. He's barely playing right now. It's weird.
0: He doesn't he's not playing right now. Um I mean, he's, Every single week his, his snaps have gone down and down and down. And they've drafted a guy named Tajay Spears who they're confident in to at least fill the void and at least take some of the load off of Derrick Henry. Well, the issue is is they're behind in every single game. And they're playing from behind. And they don't want to use Derrick Henry in the passing game. So it makes no sense for him to be out there and risk injury at the age of 35 or whatever the hell age he is at this point. And um, he's 20, running back years. He's 29. And <laughs> running back years. Like he's 45 like 45 And running yeah. back years, yeah. And this week they're also playing the Bengals, who I think are giving up the third least points to the running back position so far this year.
2: Yeah, they've been pretty good.
0: So, um there's not a lot you know to be excited about with with Derrick Henry right now. Um Henry only played 38% of snaps last week. Henry has seen eight or more defenders in the box on 47.1% of his carries. That's the third highest rate in the league behind Saquon and Dalvin Cook, and it's not that many carries. Yeah. Um yeah. Henry's averaging just, averaging just .61 yards before contact per carry.
2: So that means all, their offensive line also sucks.
0: Which is way down from 1.17 in 2022.
2: Look, I, you know, I get half. it. You're probably going to
0: have to start Derrick Henry, but if you can sit him, sit him. It's okay. Separate yourself from the name value. You have to do these things in fantasy football if you want to win. That's it. You got to separate yourself from the emotional and the name value. There can't be any emotion, there can't be you can't fucking lay your hat on on the name value. I get it. Derrick Henry's been a dominant back for the last 10 years in fantasy football. It, it might be the time to move on. That's it. You made a bad draft pick, move on. Try to play someone else this week. Maybe you'll get a win. But you're probably fucking 0 and 3 if you drafted Derrick Henry right now. Oh, cool. Yeah. Are you talking to me right now? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> maybe. Sweet. So, uh, yeah. Honestly, you know the I weirdest thing about
2: this Tennessee backfield is that even though he's getting less, Derrick Henry's clearly being outsnapped by Ty J. Spears so far on, over the course of the season. Derrick Henry still has more touches in every single game than Ty J. does. Whether it be on the ground or through the air, Derrick Henry's still dominating the touches, which is kind of confusing because the snap percentage is so much lower. Yeah. Um. So it's. I mean, you he's would think that,
1: out a good point, though. Homeboy's getting touched way earlier than he's used to.
2: Yeah,
0: that's you the that, well, and he, that's how, that how he might might build up that speed. Well, that might play into the fact that why his uh, contact be- or the contact um, his yards per carry before contact is only point six one is because when he's out there, they know he's getting the ball. Yeah. And yeah, so the and defense I, I, is keying in on on Derrick Henry versus last year where he's just out there all the time and playing 100% of snaps. And at least there's some sort of mystery as to who might be getting the ball versus oh, Derrick's out here, he's getting the ball. Like right. You know,
1: and I know we're Americans, but yo, know, 0.6 yards before contact is a huge difference, man. That's huge. I'm, we're we're, we're wait, talking so like, I'm
2: confused about the Americans comment.
1: Because we don't do the metric system.
2: Well, yards is an American <laughs> measurement. If it was, if it if it was if it was a metric, it'd be meters. Come on, it's the same thing, right? No, pretty, no, they're pretty different. Much, pretty no, much, much it's pretty basically much. the same difference. Also, you're American and showing at this point. <laughs> I don't know what shit, dude. I'm American. I'm dumb,
1: dude. Either way, he, he's seeing somebody uh, what like
2: you know two feet before he's basically used touching to the ball him. and getting hit. Yeah,
1: that's a bit difference in football. No,
2: yeah, it's huge. Yeah, see? One yard equals 0.914 meters. Point uh, difference. Why are we doing math right it's now? It's not making it a, easier. A yard, a yard <laughs> should be three That's like a feet, 10 right? inch difference.
1: A yard is three feet, right?
0: <laughs>
2: Lights on. Yes, a yard is three feet.
1: Yes. So he's seeing someone on average a foot and a half before he's used to seeing them. Yes. That's a big fucking difference. Big
0: difference, dude. It's, it's double. He, he was double. Yards before contact—that's that, a big yeah. deal when you're talking about
1: trying when to the hit a hole. Is trash, your Tennessee, dude. In general, fantasy wise, you gotta
2: avoid that shit. And when it's, it comes to it's bad, and when it comes to that contact, it's really, really it's bad. Especially for a guy, DeAndre the size Hopkins,
0: Derrick Henry, Chiggy, all of them. I'm sitting all of them. Chiggy starting you starting. shouldn't anybody. even be on your fucking roster. At well, this yeah, point. at this point, yeah, probably not. But I mean, honestly, at this point,
2: is it worth just like th- might as well throw in Malik Willis or or uh,
0: they just lost. What was it? Twenty-seven to three against the Browns. Yeah, they're, they're gonna throw on Malik Willis, and honestly,
1: yeah, it on might on really not Willis be great. Or,
2: or uh, the Lewis, terrible, the kid, the kid from uh, not Lewis. Uh, is, is he white? From
1: is he white?
2: Yeah. Nah. it's, not gonna, it's not gonna be good. not gonna be good. We literally had this conversation nope. on Monday when we did the did the waivers, and James couldn't remember his name, and I put through it out there, and I, I don't remember his name either. Let
0: me let me throw uh, this out. Will there. Levis?
2: Yeah, Will Levis. That's the one. Le- Oh my God, th- I remember something you guys don't remember.
0: <laughs> Let me throw this out there because uh, it could be valuable for the listeners. Uh, Devon Achan. 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 God damn it. Achan.
1: A- Achan. It's, it's, A- Chan. The, it's A- Chan. the news of Kwame like, Jack- Barkley,
0: like baby. Devon Achan.
2: Yeah, I remember. I was like, you said like Jackie Chan because that's how I'm going to remember. I like that it. Shit. Devon Achan.
0: Okay. Or Derrick Henry.
2: Oh. Uh, a Chan, A, a Vers- Chan, versus
0: the Buffalo Bills, though. Yes,
2: I'm rolling with, with Devonne Chan. <laughs> oh, Davey! Oh, Davey!
0: <laughs>
2: God, we why? Why do we have to do this ourselves with like, another fucking name that we can't pronounce?
0: It's his fault. He did it. All right, Tyler, your running back backs of the week. I will right. DM this, his mom. Let's keep on this Instagram. Chan moving. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> what? The, <laughs> Instead of saying A Train, this Chan. Uh, yeah, that's... You suck, dude. Leave it to me.
2: <laughs> you fine. Yeah, leave it to Beaver over here, okay? Yeah, yes. leave it, to, leave it little...
0: to me. You suck. Suck it off. No.
2: Uh, all right, my start of the week. Let's Yeah, let's move on. I'm actually going to the other side of this game with Joe Mixon playing the Titans. Um, obviously, the struggles of the Bengals' offense have been extremely well documented for the first three weeks of the season. Um, last week was the first time that they actually started to rely a little more on Joe, Mi- on Joe Mixon, and he was able to actually open up the offense a little bit, which is great. Um, But he's playing the Titans. And as Jim mentioned earlier, the Titans' main focus on defense has always been stopping the run. They are one of the best in the league. They only give up 11 points per game. Um, They're the third best defense in the league against running backs right now. Um, They're going to stack the box and make Joe Burrow on a gimpy calf try to beat them. And if that's the case, that Joe Mixon is in for a very, very long day. I think the only way Joe Mixon has even a mediocre fantasy day is if he finds the end zone, which I don't expect to happen.
1: Uh, historically, they have done a pretty good job stopping Joe Mixon. I mean,
2: they're so just, I'm with you on that. They've one. been good against the run for since Vrabel's been there. Yeah, the just Titans like are, are
0: super good against the run. They're terrible against the pass. Joe Mixon was my pick until I scrolled down the dock and seen you already picked him. So, sniper! Congratulations!
2: Oh, that's what happens when you create the doc. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I get first dibs. I put
0: things on Google
2: Docs. I fucking type. (laughs) Ah, Trey, who's your (laughs) star of the week? (laughs) Wide Yeah, sounds like a grumpy ass old man. Yeah,
1: that's all I am. I'm only thirty one, but goddamn, I'm grumpy as fuck. We're cracking more beers. Second
2: crack, mid. Right, here Mid-cast. we go. Trey, start Love of
1: the week it. at receiver is? I'm doing it right now. Cracking a beard. piss me off, dude.
2: <laughs> See, I told you, you grumpy old man. Yeah,
1: throwing, throwing off my
0: fucking swag here. <laughs> so um,
1: You
2: threw off the emperor's groove.
0: You threw off your swag. Mine this week.
1: This is this is the biggest send of the week, I think, in our start or sits. Adam Thielen. Oh, my, my God. Receiver, start yeah, of the week. Right, you mean the
2: top five receiver in the league right now?
1: Is he really? Yeah, he really is. Okay, but honestly, who who would really expect that to be the, like, the start of the week? He's playing his old team with the Vikings, and all the signs oh, are pointing. Top 10, I should say. Okay, top 10. Still great, obviously, right? But all the signs are pointing in the right direction for a beautiful revenge game. Adam Fair. Thielen. He's playing the Vikings. Uh, Now he plays them for the first time since he has not been a Viking. Someone who
2: he He, tried out for like the he's a Minnesota squad. You have to remember he's a Minnesota boy. He's he played college in Minnesota State. Like he like that's his.
1: That's how he made the squad, right? Yeah, yeah. Training
2: camp shit, undrafted. Yeah, I mean he was just back in the day,
1: way before COVID, back when life was normal and things were uh, just uh, decent. Back in the day, remember when life was normal, people? That's when Adam Thielen was making the team. So, um, let me read this while James <laughs> fucking edits everything that I wrote about this goddamn oh, no beautiful beautiful white man who made it as a receiver, a beautiful white man okay, um so <laughs> God, I hate you guys so God, I mean, I he's know. laughing, he's having a good time. Yeah, as long
0: as I'm having a good time, that's all that matters, man. <laughs> Apparently, all that matters. I'm trying to
1: move people with fantasy games, okay? Yeah, you're editing the document
0: throwing me off. Okay, so. What, what do you got to say about old man demon? I'm about to, if you will shut the fuck up.
2: I mean, they relate on a lot of things. Besides
0: ones. that, he's beautiful. God damn it. Shut up,
2: Jim.
1: <laughs> so, <laughs> he's had 23 targets in <laughs> the last. you I'm
0: not the only.
1: Both one. of you, shut the fuck up. Uh, I'll get this through, okay? He's had 23 targets in the past two weeks. Come on. Obviously, last week, Andy Dalton targeted him 14 times quite a bit. It doesn't matter. Before that, when CJ Stroud was still playing, nine targets. Okay? So, uh, 23 targets in the last two weeks. By far the highest stats played by any Carolina receiver. Add to this, the Vikings are one of the worst fucking defenses against wide receivers. You guys can see this shit, but these guys are fucking with me. <laughs> I fucking hate you guys. I'm fucking with my hand gestures.
2: I am trying to enunciate. Okay. <laughs> <hand gestures>. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh. The Vikings oh. just got torched by the Chargers for 415 <laughs> yards just one week ago. 415 yards just for receivers. 415 people. Add it up. Put it in a calculator. Do the math, okay? Hella yards. Yeah. They've allowed five wide receiver touchdowns in the last three games. Adam Thielen is that guy. If Jonathan Mingo, who's someone I fucking love, rookie receiver for the uh, Panthers, is out, who else can get the goddamn ball? Adam Thielen. So I'm all about this. And a little cherry on top. They'll probably be playing from behind. The Panthers are probably going to be losing, so garbage time points they, are pretty
2: good. They do have a better record than the Vikings. Just going to throw that out there. But uh, the Vikings
1: are killing it.
2: The Vikings are 0-3. What are you talking about? They're killing it. They're 0-3.
1: Offensively, their defense. Yeah, no, is offensively. It, I'll give you
2: the off. They're like, averaging 500 yards a game and are losing every game. It's they're defensive. Exactly. They're, yeah. Defense, yeah. they're the new now, Chargers, but the let, only let's be real. my only concern My only concern with that pick and I, I agree with you here is that Bryce Young is slated to be back this, this week.
0: Oh, just let the kid. Yeah. No, <laughs> let it, the it, kid it's going to change. But,
2: so, so he had 14 targets
0: Come last on, week
1: man. from Andy Dalton, right? Yeah. Filling as a backup. But even the week before, he had nine targets.
2: Yeah, it, it, that's true. That's why, like, you know, it's kind of a. Because the week, the week first week, he had two targets. So that's where the concern comes from because Bryce Young might not necessarily force feed the ball kind of like Andy Dalton did. Um, Honestly, I think we mentioned it on Monday in the waivers. Is like, I think it's best to let Bryce Young sit for a few weeks and kind of learn. Andy yeah. Dalton is gives them the best chance of winning by far. And if Dalton was named a starter uh, before the game, I mean, I'm all over Thielen. It's not. I would even question it, honestly.
1: But even even with Stroud, he had nine targets before Stroud went out. Young, Bryce Young.
2: CJ Stroud's Bryce Houston. <laughs> Houston. Sorry, got
1: <laughs> I keep that's close. Um, uh, young quarterback. Yes. yes. Good pick. And quarterback throwing the ball.
0: All right. Uh my start of the week, Michael Pittman, the Colts, wide receiver versus LA. Maybe a little obvious here, but cop out. the reason I chose Michael Pittman is uh if you remember back to drafting days, cop out he was drafted pretty late. Chances are if you drafted Michael Pittman, you have other options to start yes. at receiver and in your flex. Um I would say if you're one of those people, congratulations. And number two, start Michael Pittman. Um, He currently has a target share of 30.36%. That's uh, among the tops in the league. He's the only wide receiver in the league to have eight-plus catches every single week. Uh, I will repeat that. He is the only wide receiver in the league to have eight-plus receptions every single week. Just him. Uh, He made uh what some are calling the catch of the year against Baltimore last week. It was a really good catch. Um, uh, He's a dog, man. Uh, He's playing the Los Angeles Rams for giving up the most points to fantasy wide receivers this season. And, again, the reason why Michael Pittman makes my start of the week is just because of, look, he wasn't drafted as a wide receiver two this year. He was drafted as a wide receiver three or maybe even four. Like, he was pretty deep in drafts. Um, So you don't have to start him, but I would say uh, from now on, I would be starting Michael Pittman probably every single week, but especially this week against the Rams.
2: Now, I mean, the only guys he's behind uh, in terms of targets on the season are behind four extremely established uh, fancy players, Keenan Allen, Justin Jefferson, Devontae Adams, Tyreek Hill. Yep. The only one that actually leads the league in targets is Puka Nakua, but... He had twenty. He had half of his targets in one game. Mm-hmm. So, and he's you know kind of an outlier when it comes to the fantasy season so far. But either way, no. I mean, Pittman actually surprised. Me. I actually looked up Pittman this week. I feel like I haven't even thought about him th- through the first three weeks of the season. Right. And I saw him and I was like, oh shit, he's the receiver thirteen on the year. He's getting double digit targets in every single freaking game. I
0: believe he was drafted as the wide receiver thirty five, maybe thirty six. Oh, yeah. I mean, you got him super late. It was far back. It was very far back. It was something like 80, 85 overall.
2: I mean, him, I bet you, I would say right now, other than like the surprise of Puka Nakua, the two most underrated and underdrafted receivers this year would have been Michael Pittman and Mike Evans.
0: Yep. Mm,
1: Love it. I love me some Michael Pittman. The Mikes.
2: So no, I think it's gonna be a, a great start. Michael Pittman's getting crazy targets. So uh, moving forward here, my start of the week, I'm gonna go out on a little bit of limb here um, because we know DJ Moore and the Chicago Bears have not been great this year. Uh, a lot of that has to do with it seems like a full backstep from Justin Fields, but this is a uh, a matchup against the Broncos, which are pitting together probably the. Two worst teams on the season so far, and if I'm expecting some like someone here has to have a good game, I'm going to expect it to be DJ Moore. The Broncos' defense has been absolutely Ugh. terrible on the season. They, um, and that's not even, it's probably an understatement how bad they've been. They're the sixth worst defense against, against receivers, and obviously after last week's game, giving up a hundred points pl- uh, total to just Raheem Moster and Devon Achan. Um, I mean, their their running back numbers are worse. It's like 50 points a game because of one week. Devon but A.K.? A. a Chan.
0: I'd... Jackie Chan is what some. call. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's what we should say.
2: Yeah. Um, They're also giving up touchdowns to receivers at the third highest rate in the league. I think if there's one week that Moore finally puts it together with Justin Fields, it's going to be this week against the Broncos. DJ Moore should be in your lineup. Give him one more chance.
0: Let me ask you this, Tyler. Taking oh, risk, baby. Let me ask you this: Do you draft DJ Moore in any league?
2: One. <laughs> <laughs> Out of how many? Him, uh, seven.
0: And hey, are you starting
1: him? Those are rookie numbers, dude.
2: Uh, yeah, I am actually.
1: <laughs>
0: All right, I drafted him in our home league. That's more than me. I drafted him in zero.
2: So I drafted him in our home league in the fourth round. Well, and yes, I, he's I like, wasn't going to draft him. So. I mean, everyone thought after the, the the way Justin Fields ended the year when he got a true number one receiver, everyone expected better things this year, right? Mm. It's clearly it hasn't been the case, but it's going to change this week. It, it might even only be for one week, but I expect things to change for DJ Moore specifically this week.
0: All right. All right. One more week. Let's go in one more week with Fields and DJ Moore. And then, I just uh, I just said DJ Moore. If it doesn't work... Move on.
2: Now, This I kind of said the same thing last week with Kyle Pitts, and that shot me in the fucking foot. So I could be wrong here as well, but I'm going to give it a shot. All
0: right. My uh, wide receiver start of the, or sit of the week, Drake London, uh, Atlanta wide receiver is playing Jacksonville Jaguars. I don't know who the hell is still starting Drake London, but stop. <laughs> you can't trust the Falcons offense, man. He was started it's in six, 68% of leagues. On sleeper. 68% of fucking idiots. Why? I don't know why, but Drake London. Has, I want to play in those leagues. He's seen. Because I don't think
2: I've seen Drake London started in every, any league I've played in this year.
0: It's, it's, yeah, it's bad. Drake London has seen just nine catchable targets through three games. Nine catchable targets. Uh, A total of 67 wide receivers have seen 10 or more catchable targets in that same time frame. Just 60% of London's (laughs) targets have been catchable. This ranks 102nd out of 109 qualifying wide receivers. How
2: are there seven worse than that?
0: I don't know, but uh, sit Drake London. Mm -hmm. Trey, who's your sit of the week at receiver? My sit of the week at receiver is
1: going to be Michael Thomas. Versus the Bay Buccaneers. This one, it took me a while to really come uh, full circle on this one. He's seen some good work so far this year. Uh, Great snap percentage, over 90%. Obviously, he is the starting receiver for this offense. Um, He's averaging eight targets a week. But I just don't see things happening for him this week with Jameis Winston starting at quarterback. I'm not really into it. And Jameis Winston's last five games, he's had four touchdowns and five interceptions. I yeah, used to, that, sound, that sounds like Jameis. Yeah, it, it sounds about right, right? And I used to be a big Jameis Winston guy, but things change. So, Michael Thomas versus the Buccaneers. I don't like this quarterback change. Derek Carr being injured.
0: Um, I, I'm avoiding it. Tyler, sit of the week.
2: I just want to. I just want to agree with that, just because Olave. And Rahid Shaheed are your downfield threats in that offense. And obviously, we know Jameis Winston loves to throw the ball down the field where Michael yep. Thomas is more of your possession guy. So no, I completely agree with it.
0: Oh, you got a risky sit of the week here at receiver, Tyler. Sure do. Oh my god. My, my receivers are, are a little
2: risky on Star and sits. Spicy, But I am sitting this week, C D Lamb. Oh my god. I know you drafted him hella early, uh, probably the second Shh. round. Not me. Um not a lot of, a lot of people did though. Honestly, he's not having the type of season that a lot of people thought he was going to. Everyone expects him to be a top 10 guy this year. So far, receiver 19. I just don't see him having a great game. Um, for all the same reasons we kind of said when you had Dak. Uh, Trey had Dak as a sit of the weekend. It's the same reasons for it. The Patriots are really good against the pass. They're, tough, and they're, man. And yeah. they're not. But they're not good against the run. And so I expect, again, as I said earlier, that I expect Tony Pollard to have a big game. Because I think Mike McCarthy is going to see this. Is Like, yes. This is what I want. I want to run the ball 30 to 40 times this game because they suck against the run. And Tony Pollard's going to have a huge game, and that means that CeeDee Lamb just won't have the opportunity to have a good game. Mm -mm -mm. Pollard value goes up, and Lamb's value goes down. All the way down and out of your lineup. (laughs) Yikes. Uh,
0: Obviously, people are still going to start CeeDee Lamb no matter what. Oh, yeah.
2: It's probably impossible to sit him, but I'm just saying – He's not gonna. He's not gonna be a top twenty four receiver this week. You, just,
0: mm-hmm. you won it for the I told you so.
2: Oh hell yeah! <laughs> that's what. That's how we bank our fucking. That's how we bank things as fantasy analysts, right? Yeah. It's so the one I told you. Like you should have listened to me. I know I went out on limb, but I was fucking right.
0: All right, my uh, start of the week at tight end, a little bit chalky, but Evan Ingram. Um, I chose this guy just because you know the. Public uh, narrative right now out there is that you know Trevor Lawrence sucks and he's not going to play well all year. Um, I think things will turn around uh, quicker rather than later. That's why I think Calvin Ridley is a really nice buy-low target right now. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, a nice buy-low target right now. But uh, Evan Ingram for this week is my start of the week at tight end versus Atlanta. Uh, 29% of the receiving yards allowed by the Falcons' defense have gone to the tight end position. Evan Ingram uh, has been uh, targeted quite a bit with 21 targets through the first three weeks while averaging 57 yards per game receiving. Uh, he has an 18.58% target share, and uh, I think this is a big get-right game for the Jags. Um. so yeah, Evan Ingham's my start of the week at tight end
2: you know what's crazy about, I know you mentioned Calvin Ridley have, hopefully having a bounce back game here Calvin Ridley had seven targets last week, caught three of them, the other four were some big drops, drops. Yeah, yeah. he had four drops and one of them was a for a touchdown buy him now, buy
0: low, trade for him
2: I mean, it's just, obviously he's a little rusty he hasn't played the, played the game in basically two years, so I, we expect that to get better Um,
0: I would trade for him you
2: I can. would trade for him too I was able to draft him in a couple of leagues. I'm, I'm a, personally, I'm hanging on to because I still expect him to end up st- finishing off this year extremely strong. Yep.
1: Trey. all right. My tight end start of the week is going to be Sam Laporta. Two Trey. weeks in a row, baby. I'm doubling down once again on another start of the week.
0: And right now, he's on pace for 102 receptions at tight end for a rookie, which would shatter the NFL rookie oh, absolutely tight end record.
1: You won't get that,
0: but, yeah, that's impressive.
1: This guy, I I think at this point, he's a lock for top-12 tight end uh, more more or less every single week. Um, I'm totally riding with Sam Laporta, and the only real question mark I have with him is the fact that Jameson Williams is going to be coming back within a month or so. That will affect his target share, but at the same time, this guy, like Jim just said, he's on pace for a great rookie season. Absolutely blowing shit out of the water. Another Iowa tight end coming in and absolutely fucking killing it. Um, At this point, it's almost undeniable. Iowa tight end is coming in in an offense that's willing to give them the ball, which the Lions are obviously going to do that. He's had 22 targets in his first three weeks of his rookie season. He's caught 18 of them
0: so i'm rolling with sam laporta yeah i kick myself in the ass every single day when i hear the name sam laporta because um you know i convinced myself that dalton kincaid was going to be basically what sam laporta is right now Mm -hmm. and uh but i knew sam laporta had that that type of ceiling and uh and I just got distracted by the shiny Dalton Kincaid. <laughs> you know? So um but yeah, I'm all in on Sam Laporta. He's really good. They use the shit out of him. Um I expect him to be I my in my opinion, he's a lock start at tight end every single week. If you have him in Dynasty, you're in a good fucking position. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're sitting pretty. <clears throat>
1: Once Kelscher retires, once you know, that uh, that regime goes, him and Andrews. Yeah. The Port is probably leading the way. Yep. Yeah,
2: that's a good point. He's also the only tight end in the league to have five catches throughout, in every single game so far this season. Yeah, that's pretty As
0: good. As a fucking rookie. That's pretty good, right? That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Oh, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> pretty good. That's pretty good.
2: So uh, my start of the week, tight I'm going with another rookie, actually. I'm going with Luke Musgraves. Oh, you Packers, fucking son of
0: a bitch. <laughs> against the Lions. Yes. Excuse the language, Mom. I'm sorry. <laughs> Quit sharing this. Oh now. Time. Oh oh <laughs> now. <laughs> <laughs> <trying> <laughs> uh, if you're still listening, <laughs> I mean,
2: so far this season, I mean, fighting a starting tight end has been like throwing a, a dart, right? Uh, outside of Kelsey, Kelsey's the one guy, even though he missed Week One. Yeah. Yep. But this week, I'm throwing that dart t- towards Luke Busgraves. What? 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 I mean, I mean, is it very? Is it really that surprising that the Lions have been a Bad defense so far. They were terrible against the tight ends last year. This year, they're uh, still terrible. They were bottom eight against uh, last year against the position. They gave the second most touchdowns this year. They're the third worst uh, defense against the tight end. So I expect to have a big a big target share. Uh, Some of that Jordan Love can really rely on, and I expect him to also come on get his very first touchdown of his career this week uh, on, on Thursday night.
0: Uh, what? Popping He's fighting the, in the fucking end zone. Popping I'm telling his you. Cherry, huh?
2: All right.
1: Hey, sun shines on a dog's ass some days, baby. Yep. Yep.
2: And about every Sunday the rest of the week. Right. The rest of the season, I should say. That's fancy for you. Come on.
0: Uh, My Come on. sit of the week at tight end is Zach Ertz versus the San Francisco 49ers. I'll keep this quick. Ertz has the highest target share uh, in the league. Uh, amongst tight ends at 25 percent uh that's a little bit of fool's gold if you ask me a stamp count snap count has dropped every single week uh so far this year and it's pretty clear Ertz doesn't have that dynamic explosiveness anymore uh he's an old man he's he's withering down coming off the acl uh, he was a hot wire waiver wire ad through the first couple of weeks simply due to the volume and target share and uh the lack of production at the tight end position overall, uh, but I expect the the, the decline to continue um, into oblivion. And uh, San Francisco has been really tough against tight ends, only giving up 4.1 fantasy points per week. So please do not play Zach Ertz against the Niners. Trey, sit of the week at tight end.
1: Oh, my sit of the week. This hurts my fucking soul. Cole Komet, Ugh. my motherfucking dog. I've been about for two years now. Come on, I am not fucking with him. He's playing the Broncos this week. Um, his his production really just doesn't like justify starting him right now. He is being used, but right now, if you have a better used option, used, <laughs> yeah, you you got to roll with it. the The Bears' offense is struggling like a mofo right That's now. Bad. And in three games, he's had 11 catches for 104 yards and no touchdowns. And he's doing everything that I would expect to happen from a good tight end. I've talked about it plenty of times. You're on the field all the time. You're getting a decent amount of targets. It's not translating. He's not getting yardage. He's not getting touchdowns. Can't fuck with him. So, Cole Komet, you, you got to avoid him until Chicago fill, figures out what the fuck is going on with their goddamn
0: offense. Well, they got a quarterback that uh can't throw the ball that accurately, and I know some people are gonna get mad. It's There's, the bears this dude. is a really hot and heavy uh discussion on the social medias and the twits and the twitters um and the x's and the whatever circles but um it is what it is man like i'm on the I'm on the side of the fence of i just i don't think Justin Fields is a very good quarterback. I think he's a great athlete. I think he can run the ball, but I, I just, I don't think he's very accurate. I don't think he can command an offense. Um, in that sense, I think that's the just the it, hard truth.
1: Is, is it the Bears curse? They've had a good quarterback since Jim McMahon. If you look like at his stats, and even then, Jim McMahon I
2: mean, wasn't great. It's, uh, I feel very like it's, it's
1: a
0: perfect like uh, concoction of all these things. Like, yes, the Bears haven't had a good quarterback in a long time. They want a good quarterback so fucking bad that the fans will like. Turn a blind eye to deliberate and like obvious fallacies from Justin Fields and just keep defending him no matter what. And at the same time, yeah, their their coaches aren't very good and their GM isn't very good. And but they've replaced them multiple times. And I don't want to get I don't want to turn this into a Justin Fields discussion. But like, man, I don't know. It's looking rough. How many more games do you have to see before it's just like, dude, it is what it is, man. Like.
2: I mean, in all honesty, it sucks. the last like really good quarterback the Bears had was Sid Luckman. from nine, He played there from 39 oh, to 1950. God that's how bad that goes back. Okay,
1: so I got ancestors turning the grave now because you said that. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, no, That's just what it is. I used to live in the Midwest, a bunch of Bears fans around me. I used to live in Illinois. Um, shit sucks, man. They can't find a quarterback if they find one. And he has good, honestly, the best quarterback that the Bears ever had, Jay Cutler. Am I wrong? It's no, it's Sid is. Luckman. No, it's Jay Cutler.
2: Ever? No, it's Sid Luckman. Sid Luckman won won four championships while he was there
1: during World War
2: II. <laughs> yeah, yes. Get the fuck out of here, dude. Yes. Nobody cares about that shit. <laughs> it's literally what it was. Literally. One of <laughs> on dude <laughs> everyone is over and fighting a war and Sid's just over here
0: like <laughs> slinging <"Yeah>, it <laughs> I play for the
1: Chicago Bears yeah
2: Sid's <laughs> a fucking a, a fucking
0: ankle infection and went to play for
1: the NFL oh Get shit out of here, that's dude.
2: hilarious even though I said I'm doubling down on fucking DJ Moore this week all right it's already been said I just want to throw it back out there yeah sure uh Sid I of
0: the week Tyler bro it's tied on
2: back. it's on wax all right uh, that'd before. be
1: crazy if one of his grandkids was listening and was like, yeah,
2: my grandpa was <laughs> that
1: motherfucking dude. Shit the, the kid. Sit the kid. He touched out on one time. There's a
2: potential that's a great grandkid.
1: Oh, great, great young okay. kid. Either yeah. way, no, Jake Cutler was the best they ever had. Sid dodged the draft and somehow got drafted <laughs> in <into> the NFL. <laughs> and he was like, God damn it, I should have just went to
2: fucking war. <laughs> yeah. That's why I should have just went went to war. Oh, shit. All right. Uh, to round this thing out, my sit of the week at tight end is going to be Darren Waller.
1: You son of a bitch.
2: Hey, I mean, he's... Like a like a lot of his career, he's been extremely frustrating so far this year. When he went to the Giants, everyone expected him to be a big part of this passing offense. And he actually is. He actually leads the team and targets receptions and yards. The problem is that this passing offense sucks dick. Does it? Yeah. Wiener. Wiener. Does Fat it?
0: wieners.
1: You're talking about like human penises. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> I mean through the
2: first three he's leading a team with twelve catches for like a hundred and twenty six yards to three games. Not he hasn't scored a touchdown. That's how bad this offense has been. So
0: you're telling me. Yes. All right. Somebody's dick. <laughs> Come on, right.
2: Um They I mean, as bad and the thing is like they actually on paper, the passing offense against the Seahawks should be g- a good matchup because the Seahawks have been okay. really bad against All the right. pass. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The one thing that's actually been good against passes is actually limiting tight ends. They're a top twelve team against tight ends so far, so I just can't see Darren Waller having a good year or a good game. I'm sorry. Mm. Yeah, we're maybe later league. down the year he starts to turn around, but right now it's not going to happen. And on Monday night, we all know the Seahawks show up in prime time. They're going to shut this fucking okay, offense down.
0: Calm down, quit slobbing. Hey, on he's
1: ma- he's making a good point, honestly. If you draft Darren Waller in like the fifth, sixth, seventh round, it sucks. You're idiot. you're fucking you're sweating right now.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely hit the panic button. Um, he fooled us all. Yeah.
2: He- Honestly, outside of Travis Kelsey, any tight end you drafted, you should hit the panic button.
0: Yeah, it is what it is, nature of the beast. Uh, last but not least. Ah! It's time for Stinkies Defense.
1: <laughs> just throw everything.
0: Juice, that All is right, mine you All right, y'all.
2: Real shit. Stinky's
1: defense of the week. We got the
2: Seahawks. What? Oh, it's like, I might have just mentioned this. Did you? I might have. You is didn't. it
0: Stinky's or Herbie's
2: defense of the week? No, it's mine. I mean, at this point, it's
0: both. Wow. He's trying to encroach.
2: Either way. <laughs> it's Encroachment be five be yards going on, on, on the, on the defense on back first down. <laughs> So, yeah,
1: Seahawks playing the Giants. Come on. Who are a, in the top five right now for most points allowed to uh, fantasy defenses in fantasy football. We're only three weeks in, but you know, you can take that for what you want to take it for. Uh, the Seahawks have honestly really not been impressive, but the Giants have been pretty fucking trash offensively. They have given the ball over seven times in the last three games and have allowed 12 sacks. And I'm not sure if you're familiar with fantasy. A lot of people really don't really understand the defensive. uh, When you're starting a defense, what are you trying to get a defense out of in fantasy? You want sacks. You want interceptions and hopefully a motherfucking touchdown. But really, you want sacks and interceptions. I see this happening this week for the Seahawks,
0: man, playing the Giants. I'm all about it. Yeah, you got old Butterfinger Daniel Jones. Just pull up a picture of Daniel Jones real quick. You know exactly what we're talking about. Just look at his dumb, stupid face. <laughs> he's got a big forehead, and he throws interceptions. Yeah. So he's basically that's
1: the... Ah, I uh, heard it, but that's what I'll say. The,
2: I mean, he basically looks like... The
0: Manning brother that never... <laughs> that's
2: I was just going to say. He looks like Peyton developed. Manning, who just isn't actually good enough to play in the NFL.
1: So he's worse than Eli Manning? That's kind of shitty. He's worse than...
2: Eli Manning's a Hall of Famer. He's than, oh come on, dude! He's you worse than Archie Jr. We
0: did already.
1: He, uh, it's sounds about
0: white. Okay, nah, that's, that's all I gotta say. That's not a Hall of Fame career. Yeah, that is white, and uh, you know, pretty decent defense this week, uh, Stinky. But you know, step your game up a little bit uh, for next week for the people. Please. It's a hard week this one, if you man. don't mind. Um, the Seahawks were
1: they're twenty eighth in fantasy right now. Yeah. yeah. Well.
0: Yeah. All right. That'll do it. Uh, I'm helping the people. They're available. I love the pick. I love the pick. We don't pick. need to hear the excuses. The of Seahawks course, Tyler loves hot. the pick. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah.
1: not going to name. Oh, should I yeah, choose yeah, the Eagles yeah. who you can't pick up in any league? Well, you should have. I don't know. Should've, no. I'm should've choosing. Something. I'm, I choose right. teams who are available. That's It's cool, Seahawks. man.
2: The Seahawks. He's just being a hater. Fucking yes, hater over here. Yeah, I'm the
1: hater, yeah. I, I understand. It's fine. You guys don't like defenses. It's cool. Well, I'm the defense guy. That's what it is. Seahawks <laughs> defense.
0: Top 12. This week. Easily. All right. Easily. Tyler, what are you? Tight end guy? Come on.
2: Come on. <laughs> I mean, I am all about them <laughs> tight ends. Zoom in on his face. He says that. So this is a guy who
1: asked the question wearing sunglasses at ten o'clock at night. Well, you know, me. We live Mike. in the
0: northwest. The sun went down three hours ago. Well, me and Mike McDaniel, <laughs> you know, we, we're we're kind of cool like that. So if you go to our Instagram at the FF Fathers, you can see me staring at you uh, through a <laughs> video lens with these beautiful, uh, sweet glasses on and. Uh, these sweet eyebrows. So uh, I appreciate you all listening and uh, catch us on Twitter at the FF fathers or on Instagram, brand new Instagram. It's fresh. It's clean. At the FF fathers, I believe there as well. Uh, Anything (laughs) else? Closing remarks, Uh, closing remarks from, uh, from our analysts. Seahawks defense, baby. I'm telling you. (laughs) All right. Thank you all for listening. Rate, subscribe, five stars or more. Uh, We love you. Appreciate you. And we will see you next time. Goodbye.
1: I love most of you, but yeah, we'll see you.
0: Well, he's an asshole. I love you all. Bye. That
2: that was (laughs) the weakest bye I've ever heard in my life. Bye. There it is. There we are.